What's up, daddies? Welcome to Power Moves episode 61. I hope you enjoyed P-Mail Bag 25 featuring the update to Hotel Guest from Hell featured on Power Moves 027 and the Power Moves After Dark 60 where I read gnarly Zach Carl's Craigslist ad for Bad Boy City Entertainment and also Peanuts Letter to Penthouse. Did you enjoy those, gnarly? It was great. It, it held that Patreon. It was perfect. It held up. You know what's exciting? Today, uh, for, for P-Mail Bag, because it's a letter... For next week, we're going to do a crazy cooters letter nice. letter to penthouse. I need to hear that. <laughs> Which that 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 needs to be behind a paywall. <laughs> it used to just be public, but um, I, it's way too raw. I'd like a job at some point. <laughs> I'm looking very forward to that. <laughs> As usual, we have a stellar program ready to rock, packed with this week's stupidest crimes in America. Let's go live from Los Angeles. Woo! California. You listening to Power Moves, Daddy? Yeah, we're making power moves. Rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan. Rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans. Just making power moves. Ripping heaters and chugging pads. And we're now back. Gnarly, Zach. What's up, man? Not much, dude. What's going on with you? Man, hey, good to have you back on the program. It's great to be here. How was your weekend? It was all right, man. I haven't seen you in a bit. It's been a while. Uh, went to GCW Friday with Big Homie Vince. Oh, that's Saw some wrestling. Lady came with me. Who'd you see? Who'd you see? Who was good? Uh, fuck. There was a death match that's not my shit. But my girlfriend, uh, it was pretty uh, fucked up <laughs> to see her filming the whole time. You're not a deathmatch guy? Nah. They were, like, doing the broken glass everywhere. Vince, thankfully, got us all those fucking masks to wear. Yeah. Like, the Japanese things. But they were doing that shit with, like, the meat skewers through the cheeks. No. And I was just like, yeah, I can't do this, man. They weren't really telling a story. They're, it was just like, hey, we're going to fuck each other up. Like, it was broken Like, shish shit kebab metal? Yeah. Like, through this Japanese dude's cheek and then out his other cheek. No! Then a match before that, this dude got a staple gun. He was stapling dollars to this dude's forehead. No! And then one of the uh, people in the crowd was one of his fans, and she was like a little girl. Couldn't be older than 12. She got in the ring with a dollar bill and held it there while he... Uh, sta- oh, no. he She had a cutout of his face that he stapled to the other guy's face. If that makes any sense. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, it's pretty... In a bad it's, way. It's pretty gross. I've seen the uh the old skewer or the knife or whatever through the cheek deal yeah, it's not cool, and, it, and it looks like it's fake but it's not nah. i mean and i'm that's, pretty sure they got built up scar tissue they always go through but still do you like right i i i just assume that it's like a uh uh like a piercing you know like yeah. like i have my i have two piercings in one of my ears one in the other one and occasionally like for uh if i get if I get a little uh, feeling funky and free, like a, like yeah. on a Saturday or Sunday, I'll jam like a gold cross earring through there. Hell yeah! Uh, which I'm not allowed to do anymore. Why? Melissa says it makes me into a bad person. It, Sounds pretty cool. I know, but whenever I do it, it turns me into some some demon, and I get out of control. <laughs> so I'm, I party too hard. Holidays are coming up, dude. You gotta rock at least one of those. I'll I'll consider it. I'll consider it for an occasion, but it like. Uh, every time I put the gold cross earring in, just turns I, I get Bad Boy City USA <laughs> all over that ass. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. I just can't be out in public. But um, I'll consider it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not allowed. Here's the thing. Melissa's going to have to be out of town. Or what she's about gonna have like to be a dangly like one? Will a dangly one any different? 
No, I would like a dangly a little one. Little dangly one with the cross. Um, DK Metcalf from the uh, the wide receiver rookie from the uh, Seattle Seahawks, uh, number two WR. He um, he wear he's rocking the double danglies. All right, I saw him on on a Monday night. Ooh, that's strong. It looks tight. He's got like like a uh, bleached out mohawk kind of vibe, but then he's got the double. Like Oakdale Beckham always rocks the one. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence Taylor always rocked the one dangly, but the two is just, yeah, two's just on a big man because he's a big man. DK Metcalf is a monster human being, Respect. and he like yeah he can rock that. <laughs> if you're like a little dude, it might look a little you know yeah skinny a little, that little soft. That. Call him Peter Pan. <laughs> Peter Pan's kind of a tight name. Yeah, he's a cool dude. I'd like Peter Pan for like a big roughneck motherfucker. Like that's that's a great nickname for like a big mean dude. Our friend was named Muff. His I like name Muff. was uh, Matthias. We call him Muff. Muff's good. Big Mexican dude. He was so cool, man. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. What up, Muff? Yeah. Muff tight. is a dude who is your friend, but don't make Muff mad. No, 100% dope. Any dude that's like monstrous and has some soft name means that he's a cuddle teddy bear until shit turns sideways and then uh then it's not gonna be good for you <laughs> we had the dude named tiny too who wasn't tiny it's another classic <laughs> tiny's always funny classic tiny's always funny slim's funny like you got a big big homie who just mm-hmm. just call him slim Best. <laughs> tiny but my big thing was um it's a very liverpool. little very little like very like little rascals yeah. oh yeah you had a big soccer game yeah liverpool ended up beating the shit out of man city 3-1. They didn't deserve that. Uh, that, goal, that goal they got was cheap, but it was a banging-ass game. And now they're sitting in fourth place, bitching about uh, they need money now. And we're talking about like they're like the Warriors, where they just have everybody. Their yeah. bench is so deep. But now the coach is getting, uh, in January, they're going to give him another $100 million because they've had like four injuries. Dude, soccer money is crazy. Fuck out of here. Soccer money is so big, and I don't think most Americans understand what kind of dough they're playing with. There's this it's dude, worldwide money. Yeah, like his name's Kylian Mbappe. He's a French forward. I think he's 20 or 21 barely, but he's, he plays for PSG in the French League. Yeah. And he's supposed to be moving uh, this summer like to a new team. We're rumored to be in the mix, which I hope. But his buyout is going to be $220 million. It's insane. That's it, just and Then his wage is supposed to be like over 400 k a that's, week. That's what, <laughs> that's, that's what happens when you become a worldwide sport you know, and that's why the NBA jump man too. He's on that Jordan shit. That's why the He's NBA set. wants that China market so bad because the once NBA you, wants to be like, like the EPL, they want that worldwide fucking everybody wears their shit. Right, huge brand. Once that happens, it goes off the charts, and they will. And money rules. No yeah. matter what bad shit China does, don't matter. The NBA will stop at all costs. Like Liverpool, they're, you they, shut they just the got fuck a up, they just LeBron, got a Nike deal. Right? And they're talking to China now about getting like a big like thing going on in China. I was like, okay, here it comes. It's wild. And we have American owners, money, SG Sports Group. Money rules the world. Follow the fucking paychecks. And uh, if you don't believe that in all facets of business and life, you are wrong. Follow that money. You baby. are very wrong. <laughs> and I guess we already coasted into trying to do my thing. Um, I'm on day 18 of not smoking, gnarly. Damn, how's that going, dude? It's, it's a long time. It's, it's two weeks and four two days. And, two and change. It's not bad. I've uh, I've gotten to the point where I'll get ornery, uh, 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 e- even like angry <laughs> inside my head. I'll feel this rage, and it and I have to remember it's because I it's a time that I would want a cigarette. 
Yeah. Whereas, um, you know, a week a week ago, I would know it's because of the cigarette. Now I'm actually forgetting that Why that's a thing. Mad? That's a thing that I do, and I know now. I know I just got to get you know the old Nick gum in the in the mouth. Uh, some some would say chewing. some would say I'm cheating, but I've actually stopped craving the cigarettes today. Very cool, crisp day. I went. I got a. Uh, I got my Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee, like I like to do on a yeah. uh, before I do a prep for the show, and usually. I like to have a smoke. Nothing better than a nice uh, crisp day, an iced coffee, a little Undefeated stroll. combo. Yep, you can't beat it. And uh, I didn't want one today. So, uh, you know, good on me. And I made it through. Uh, I went to Brother Nate Craig's wedding in San Diego this weekend, and that was a huge speed bump. To get through a whole, like, event like that yeah. and not smoke, like, I was really afraid that I was going to break down because it was on the ocean. San Diego was beautiful. Oh, man. And uh, it was it was fantastic. And congratulations to Nate and Caroline. It's just uh, just a, a wonderful, wonderful event. And and you can check out uh, Nate's uh, latest stand-up album, Preferred Customer. It's very, very good. Uh, go go peep that out. Uh, Bill Burr is one of his homies, and he he gives it a stamp of approval. And that's all you guys to know. <laughs> um, and on top of the quitting smoking, gnarly, uh, as you came in here and uh, stared in the mirror. In the little in in the in the living room here, and just like I look, terrible. yeah, I'm I, dying. I'm dying. <laughs> I look bad. I joined. I'm not getting Del Taco after this. I'll tell you that much. That is your. That's that's your reward. I don't know though, dude. See, you gotta learn. Like Del Taco is like your cigarettes. After you do something good, you you your reward is oh, man. is that bean and cheese and those uh. Those are uh, not the rollers. Those chicken quesadilla snacker, dude. Right, but actually goes hard. But go bold with the oh, bold, one hundred percent with the sauce and the thirty fries. cents extra. You're gonna, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to figure it out, man. It's tough. Yeah, I don't know how this happened. Well, I added on the gym. I went to the gym yesterday. Oh, sick. And I hurt. I don't feel good. So now what I have going on, and I did all this because I can tell when I start to slip into depression. Like I can tell when I'm going to start getting dark. Yeah, and I just. You know, like it was a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, uh, a bunch of events that I need to, uh, formulate and follow. One was first rule. Number one was the haircut. I got my, I got my shit faded and tight. So I look and I cut the beard down so I can see myself. Step two was quitting the cigarettes. I guess I got the haircut after the cigarettes, but still. I looked terrible. I got I got my 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 hair dialed in and my head dialed in so I could look in the mirror again. Quit the cigarettes and then I joined the gym. And I feel terrible. And here's the thing. Sometimes when you're mentally beaten down or depressed, making your body feel like complete shit, it makes you take your mind off. Yeah, it's fun, dude. Yeah, you you feel like you're in a rebuilding process. So now because of the cigarette stoppage, uh, my throat is still fucked. There's bad air in the air uh, in Los Angeles today. Popping up all over. When you look up your, the weather app, it's it's all kinds of. Uh, it's usually always unhealthy. It's unhealthy <laughs> air. Um, again, now my head's still draining out and and healing because of the non-smoking. My body feels like shit. It'll all be worth it. Man. <laughs> but I think that I like. I'm I'm on so much allergy medication right now. I told Gnarly I'm gonna just have to hope I fight through the haze uh, that's in my eyeballs uh, for the duration of the program. I think I think I can't handle this California air, this Los Angeles damaged air because I don't have vitamin cigarettes, mm-hmm. which usually 
used to do blockage, Balances. it would coat this oil slick of uh, tar and nicotine all over my lungs so that any sort of bullshit that was in the air, from, whether it be pollen or fire smoke or ash, <laughs> I could oh, deal man. with that. And now I'm soft, and my soft-ass pink lungs are getting destroyed. Yeah, season those lungs, baby. <laughs> I know, like a cast iron <laughs> skillet. They were perfectly, it's like my lungs were perfectly seasoned. And then uh, someone in the household took my seasoned pan and washed it with wet like water and soap and just left it there. Now they're all rusted and I can't cook on it anymore. I don't yeah, know if that I makes sense. I mine with salt like you told me. That shit's badass. Yeah, if you don't know that, if you have a cast iron skillet and you're washing that like any other way than taking a towel and kosher salt, you're yep. doing it wrong. That's all you need, man. And you saw how all that char came off, but the season stayed. Yeah, it slicked everything off real smooth. The salt like absorbed like everything that was left in the pan that I had it poured out. Yep. And just leave it there and it's done. You know what it's like? It's like uh, dry shampoo. Like chicks use yeah. a dry shampoo, <laughs> except for your pan. It was cool, man. And then you just dump all that nasty salt into the garbage yeah, you watch can. The salt turn white to like a grayish black. It's right. Pretty, it's pretty cool. And then it's all Burn done. My knuckle. It's fantastic. Um, I, on this trip this weekend, I took the Amtrak. Sick. Man, ain't nothing better than that. Take a train. I've done that once. It's so pleasurable. I brought a sixer. I went on Amazon. Melissa went on Amazon. Got one of those like you know Coleman soft six packs, six pack holders. Damn. Dialed in a six in that, and then I got some Chex Mix. Boom! You're sitting there looking you're out the window banging, for three hours. It is a beautiful thing. And then uh, highlight of my trip. No disrespect to this beautiful wedding on the ocean that I went to was uh, we went to this bar, the Shore Rider, which is by the Pacific Ocean in La Jolla. Uh, La Jolla, sorry. La Jolla. I always say La Jolla. No, no, I happens, know it's man. wrong. I know it's <laughs> wrong. But uh, holla back, holla bread. La Jolla. I had some, watch the Lions-Bears game at an outdoor bar by the ocean with fruit drinks and a bunch of like dope uh, NFL fans, like good fans, you know, wearing the support, supporting their teams. Yeah. Not too crowded. Had some calamari. Nothing better than that. I can't. I can't think anything I would enjoy more than what I did sitting no, there, wa- sitting dude. there watching a full NFL game. I and I granted I didn't watch Red Zone, but drinking like their nice cocktails. Their uh, their uh, their uh, I forget even what I had. I had like a like a Tito's vodka and like a strawberry uh, like fresh strawberry in it mm. and some soda. And then like a uh, little lime and then like something else, you know, just real light, but sweet. I just pictured the red Robin freckled lemonade just with vodka in it. Right. That's that, what it sounded like. It sounds so good. Except right now. for, except for not as sweet. And All I, right. man, I, I, I had just, I had such a day. I had such a day. Don't get any better than that. Gnarly. I don't know. Uh, let's get into some power news. You can use first story. Mickey D's weed tea. Gnarly. This is exciting. Marijuana. 24-year-old Parrish Brown thought it was strange when a Hilton Head South Carolina McDonald's drive-thru worker asked him if he wanted extra lemon for his sweet tea in a shady voice. <laughs> I need to hear that. I need to hear the voice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't... I, 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 extra, lemon. extra lemon. Yeah, he orders... This guy orders a, a, a big sweet tea, and then, on this, and then like he pauses in this article I read. it. He pauses, and he goes, you want extra lemon? <laughs> I don't know. Is that too sexy? I'd be like, why? 
<laughs> oh, he doesn't ask. <laughs> he just says, well, yeah. Fuck it. He's like, yeah, sure. Free extra lemon. I'll take it. That's a dollar bev. Dingus. Brown then started getting all blown out at work while he drank the iced tea and decided to narc to the Beaufort County Sheriff's Office around 11.30 p.m. Oh, you fucked up, To dude. report the incident like a lame. Come on, man. What you a just got to ride lame. that wave. <laughs> Shout and out. then you just tell your boss, I'm high as shit from McDonald's. I'm going home, dude. <laughs> right? Let's go to the fucking police. He said, uh, I've never smoked a weed. I've never had weed a day in my life. So immediately after I started drinking that tea, I started to feel weird and didn't. It didn't taste like something I recognized. Why'd you keep drinking it? <laughs> I know. Fucking idiot. I know. This all sounds... It sounds... Like he just wh- got too high? It sounds questionable whether this is a lie or not. But it's very detailed in several articles. Hmm. But the dude's thirsty, and he's at his second job. He works two jobs. This is mm-hmm. his second job. He, he needs a little something. So he just keeps crushing the iced tea. <laughs> Man, if I'm eating something from McDonald's and it don't taste right, there's something wrong with it because McDonald's is always dialed to a T. Yeah, McDonald's tastes like McDonald's. Right. Everything tastes exactly the same every time. Brown thought, maybe this will get better. Maybe it's just me. (laughs) And started stirring around with his straw, trying to get it tasting good. (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) Yeah. He's 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 confused so he's just poking around with his straw in the cup i never stirred it up digging (laughs) it's like this will maybe i gotta get the mix going better brown then realized he was high as a kite and opened up the lid of the iced tea to find three bags of super cool marijuana baby man that's tight i know right so i'd be so happy if that happened wouldn't you be pumped i'd go back to that mcdonald's and be like can i get another one with extra lemon yes (laughs) think how great that is i'm telling my boys that all you have to do is go through the mcdonald's drive-thru and ask for extra lemon and you get like a dollar and dollar bev who knows who knows what the deal is i have a buddy um uh, and I don't remember if this is his story or his uh, friend's story. Uh, Jed Hathaway, shout out. He uh, was uh, one of the producers on the Dad Boner cartoon. He uh, has a story that he's written. I think it's in, in some sort of script form I've read called Sauce on the Side. It's about a Euro place. And you mm-hmm. go in and you ask for sauce on the side. And that was code for getting weed with your Euro late oh. night Chicago, right? It's super dope. And I've found a bunch of other stories where this is a thing. It happens at Taco Bell's, Burger King's. Dude selling weed with a code word out of restaurants happens on the reg. And I want to know, Gnarly, how do you you and I, you were men of the streets. How do we not have a hookup? Got to find that. Like Del Taco down the street should have. One of the kids there for sure probably pushes. Right. You got to maybe see. Have some weed. Right. (laughs) Well, you get a. you get uh uh what's it called on your uh not animal style you bold. get you get bold make it bold it's got to be like the code's got to be like make it super bold make it make it double bold double bold could mean weed super bold could be weed out. right we just got to go around to restaurants cuz that sounds really easy i don't got to get out of my car <laughs> no just give it to me no you don't need to go to like a weed store and deal with all that everybody's happy <laughs> right Brown realized he was high as a kite and opened up the lid to find three bags of super cool marijuana. He said the bags were punctured from when he was digging around with his straw trying to get his drink tasting good. And it dumped a bunch of the pot into his tea. 
<laughs> so it's like fuck. one of those big ass sweet teas, like that, like yeah, a large McDonald's. That's a big. That's a big. Yeah, uh, those drink. straws they have are fucking thick. Well, like a dime bag dumps out into the tea. <laughs> And at that point, you just got to finish that tea, dude. And he's just mashing it around, and he's sucking down the pot leaves. <laughs> he says, well, I was high and panicking in that work, so I called my dad. Oh, fuck. I didn't want to get in trouble for this. He's 24. You're 24 years old, and someone gave you a bunch of free weed? Just be high. I called, I called my dad. I didn't want to get in trouble. Uh. This sounds like a lie to me, gnarly. Does it? Why would it sounds like? Well, oh yeah, I accidentally got too high. Sounds like you got caught or didn't mm. want to get caught. Brown said it was a whole ordeal. His father told him his man uh, told him to tell his manager what happened and call the police like a lame. What the fuck? <laughs> call a cop. Shout out to Foo's going wild. <laughs> Fucking lame. His dad like if I called my dad when I was twenty four years old, it was like dad. I was at the, uh, at the uh, my fucking uh, shitty job, <laughs> and uh, I went to McDonald's before, and I uh, accidentally bought some sweet tea with a bunch of weed in it, and I think I'm super high now, but it's not my fault. What should I do? <laughs> my dad would know exactly what I'm doing. Uh, I'm lying. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. My mom would just call me a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he says, and then it gets worse. I called dispatch, and the woman yelled like, what? Call 911. Oh. And I was like, ma'am, you are 911. She couldn't believe it. Where is this again? This is in uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina. Come on, man. <laughs> I, no one be getting high over there? I, they're all getting high over there. The fucking, the fact that the lady at uh, the dispatch who is 911 or whatever is freaked out. And he in, embellishes the story that way. It makes it sound like this guy's fucking lying. Like he does this all the time. Is it a prank? I don't know. Maybe you want to get this guy shut down. Maybe he's a competitor. Brown said he had a tough time convincing his management and authorities what happened. Would that get you high, though, now that I'm thinking about it? Um, I don't know. If you ate a bunch of weed, it would get you yeah, high. But then how do you not feel that going through that straw and fucking your teeth up? Well, this guy's obviously a dumbass. He's either a liar or a dumbass. Pick one lane. There's two lanes for this man. One is liar. One is dumbass. Fucking guy. I Hopefully kept, he's a dumbass. I kept being like, I swear, there is weed in my sweet tea. The officer asked me why I drank it, and I was like, well, I was thirsty. Oh These are direct God. quotes, gnarly. <sighs> what are you leaning towards? Liar or dumbass? I feel like he's a dumbass. I mean, it's more re- it's more honorable to be a dumbass yeah, than a liar. Like he's a dumb and a liar, though, too. He could be both. Maybe he's a dumb liar. Yeah, he could be stupid. Oh, he's, and that. he's the both. He's best of worst. Worst of both worlds. Oh my god. <laughs> he said the officer who responded took one glance at him and one sniff of the substance inside the drink, and they were like, "Oh yeah, that's marijuana." He wasn't entirely sure if it was just marijuana in the drink because the effects, you know, I don't know how weed works. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is dumb, dumbass liar. I don't know how weed works. He's got two jobs. He can't be like, you know. He's just um, some square ass He can't dude. be mentally handicapped because that's what I started to lean towards. But this guy's <laughs> busting out like 16 yeah. hours. Like, I don't think that would be right. 
Brown said the rest of his meal, which included a 10 piece nug and a double chi was completely normal. Yeah, you should have ate that while he was drinking the weed. He'd be fine. What a, what a fuck face. Stupid. Solid <laughs> solid order, though. He got some dope weed drink. And he's got to go to some shitty job that sucks. Yeah, just call out and go well, home. He's got like doing it like a 16-hour day. Knock that drink back. House that nug and that chi. And fucking find a place to take a nap or something. Yeah, he got was blessed he by like the a, McDonald's guy. Yeah, was he you? doing like a golf work at a golf course or something? You deserve a break today, man. Liar. <laughs> liar. Liar and <laughs> stupid. The sheriff's office is investigating the incident, according to a spokesperson. The marijuana was submitted into evidence, according to the police report. Uh, submitted into, smoked by the officer who submitted it into evidence. Yeah, I'll walk this back there. I got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm thirsty. I'll get rid Be of right this. Back. I'll get rid of this in my officer Just tummy. Pound that shit. Bromage. Uh, he said he couldn't, uh, the, the, Spokesman said he couldn't comment further on the case or give details, including the specific business location, as the investigation is pending. But there are two McDonald's locations on Hilton Head on the north and south ends of the island, Gnarly. So if you live in Hilton Head, South Carolina, all you got to do, I encourage you, if you're out there, do your daddy goodness. Pick, (laughs) go to both McDonald's. On Hilton Head, the north and the south end locations, and ask for extra lemon in your sweet tea and find out where we can get this sweet weed deal where you get three bags of dope. Yeah, dude. And a Big Mac. (laughs) We got a double chi and a 10-piece. I'd like a Big Mac myself. Yeah, I go Big Mac. You see, they have the nice deal at McDonald's. Now you buy one, you get another thing for a dollar. What? Yeah, it's that deal where you get like, you know, it's all their marquee items. So you get like a QP, and then you get like a flail fish for a buck, or you get you know, Big Mac for a buck and another Big Mac for a buck. Makes me want a Big Mac right now. I'll tell you what. Hashtag not sponsored. Let's move on. Michigan man uses replica battle axe to fend off home invader. Damn, that sounds dope. This is what I had. I had to cram into the show right before we taped. Fucking battle axe. (laughs) This is why we were delayed. Yes. This story is fantastic. It's from uh, uh, correspondent Daddy Matt C sent this in, and I am... Highly, highly appreciative. This is from Ashtimo Township in Michigan. A man is alive and well after he used an axe to fend off a convicted criminal who broke into his Michigan apartment <laughs> late Wednesday night. This guy is so awesome. Ben Ball, 36, used a replica battle axe to keep the intruder at bay. The 33-year-old suspect, Alex Lavelle Rawls, is now in jail facing a charge of first-degree home invasion, which could put him in prison for a maximum of 20 years. Fuck, dude. (laughs) Why is that so steep? It's really steep. Man, Michigan people don't want their shit broken into, apparently. damn, man. Ball said that the suspect dated his former roommate who left to get away. The suspect showed up at the apartment around 11.30 p.m. thinking she was still there. So... This chick is going buck wild and uh, in a, some sort of fight with Alex Rawls. Alex Rawls showing up like, let me, you know, let me talk to Susan. We want to talk. We're going to talk. So she takes off because knowing this psycho is going to show up. The suspect knocked on the door repeatedly, then kicked the door in. Fucking guy. Come on. There's a photo of the door. It's off the hinges. <laughs> Full fucking hit the, that bro the, kick. The frame is <laughs> off. It is fucked up. Uh, sounds cool. 
this dude. So Ball, the guy who lives there, he's in his apartment playing video games and watching Rick and Morty, he says, at the same time. It's perfect. So he's got like double teeth. So he's playing vids, and then you know you just put the vids on uh, silent or the Rick and Morty on silent. Like that's a good setup. That's another level of gamer. I can't do that. Oh yeah, this guy's straight from the nerd herd, man. No disrespect. Got a replica battle axe, dude. Come on. Ball said he had reason to believe the suspect had a firearm. Here's the quote from uh, from from uh, Ball: Door opened, grabbed the axe, step step hit. He said. Door open, grab the axe, step, step, hit. That guy's practiced that. We got to make that into a dance. Door open, grab the axe, step, step, hit. He's like the nerd baby Billy. <laughs> yes. It's also very fix it. The axe hit Classic. the... Int- <laughs> it is a very... Ba- ba- it is a baby Billy... Uh, Shuffle back step. It's a baby It's a baby Billy dance move. Fucking guy. Shuffle back step. Door open. Grab the axe. Step, step, hit. <laughs> <laughs> the axe hit the intruder at least once in the Damn. torso. <laughs> he, went to, he went for blood. Yeah, he does. And then... Well, he's got it down. Yeah, he's defending his home. Yeah. Door open. Grab the axe. Step, step, hit. Shuffle back step. Interrupting that guy's hang. <laughs> that guy with, that, that guy. could have been messy. Oh, yeah. Uh, hits but, him in the torso, and then they start grappling around the apartment. Everything gets destroyed. Oh, man. Probably so many like Funko toys and a bunch oh, of shit. Oh, his Funko got collection got busted, dog. <laughs> there was a bloody mess everywhere, Ball oh, says. Oh, man. Finally, the suspect gave up and made a run for it. A neighbor called 911 and police showed up. Police canines followed the trail of blood to apprehend Ross. <laughs> <laughs> this, guy, this guy got hit by a battle axe. God damn. A battle axe? Not like a not like a fucking uh like a hatchet from the Home Depot. Yeah, those are the like camping department. Sided. <laughs> yes. Some like spiky thing in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Probably had like a cool design on the handle. You didn't see that coming when no. he kicked that door in. You thought he was gonna argue with his girlfriend. <laughs> Instead he, he got a battle axe to the gut. Instead dude. he got he got he got shuffle back step, fucking <laughs> hit by a battle axe. Kalamazoo County officials said Rawls spent the night in the hospital for substantial wounds before being transferred transferred to the jail. He got hit in the torso, which means he just got like hit in the rib cage or the stomach or something. Getting shot in the stomach or stabbed in the stomach's got to be the worst. All that shit in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's gotta be gotta be not good. Whatever his reason for kicking in the door, he probably wasn't expecting to run to a guy who spends his weekend battling other people with swords and axes. The fuck? Because they do all those like oh, you know, those, act outs. What's that shit called? Larping? Yeah, like that kind of thing. I, this guy's definitely into that. anyone oh, who plays sure. video games and watches Rick and Morty at the same time and owns a battle axe yep. also dabbles in larping. It says Ball owns a lot of weaponry that he keeps around his apartment, like the kinds Vikings and barbarian warriors used. When he's not working, hobby. when he's not working at Applebee's, oh, the guy works at Applebee's uh, too. <laughs> Want to come over and see my axes? This guy, pretty sweet. Yeah, I'll probably hang out. I'd be, I'd be smoking weed with this dude on my breaks. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he's got a lot of stuff. Kind of hold one of your knives. You know, he's just like. So um, this is a a a a, a, a um. O- o- Olarian dagger made out of um, <laughs> it's made out of a uh, steel and uh, I've uh, on, if you see on the handle here there's a dragon dragon eye gem um, those are uh, only in the uh, uh, outer world 
um, sci-fi books. I don't know. You probably haven't heard of those, but the dragon eye. (laughs) And then he does some tricks with it. Like throws it up in the air, like catches it behind his, knife and shit. Catches it behind his back, like ah! and that's how I would stab you if you like came at me, you know, in the war the war of the three hundred worlds. He a fellow long hair. <laughs> oh yeah. I think I could see that. Fuck yeah. You might not have any on top. I can see him missing the top part. Just rocking a hat. Oh yeah. Hot <laughs> hat at all times. He's got like my forehead and your length. I wanna know how sharp that axe was, man. Oh, it's it's sharp enough to go like through clothing. Like, otherwise, it would just make a dent. But this, like, made a guy bleed enough that there was a trail of blood for dogs to follow. He probably just looked at all of his weapons and he's like, this battle axe is time. Like, chose Finally. it. Finally. Chose it like, uh, <laughs> chose it like uh, Bruce Willis in Pulp Fiction, like when he yep. picks the bat and the chainsaw and then goes he's with all, the samurai he's sword. Getting, getting the katana, baby. He's not at Applebee's. He participates in events where people compete in ritualized combat. So he's Sick. practicing. I've got a double-headed carbon steel battle axe that was Fuck. homemade by a gentleman who has since passed. That's what I call my baby, Ball said. Damn. Court records show that he was discharged. the guy was discharged from the Michigan Department of Corrections in July. This is a guy who broke in. <laughs> His criminal records include assaulting and disarming a police officer and flee and eluding police. He disarmed a police officer? Yeah! <laughs> this guy! Need pops, cops need battle axes, dude. No, no, it's, <laughs> yeah, apparently this guy is picked the wrong motherfucker to break into. Sounds like a gentle giant he Be- awoken. Because the guy who he fucks up, he can take a gun off a fucking cop. That's not easy. He can't handle a battle axe, though. No, can't handle a battle axe. He's being held at the jail, uh, Kalamazoo County Jail, as of Thursday of last week. Kalamazoo County Undersheriff Jim Van Dyken said avoiding confrontation with a robber is usually the best course, but he says people have a right to the defend themselves, especially in their own home. So yeah. uh, get a ba- get a, we need battle axes, gnarly. I don't think Marino let me get one. What if we put like a you need like a sheath on the on the on the blades? I drink too much. I'll come home and just be like, look at this. It's fun to play with. Look at this. I know. Ball said he's uh, glad he spent a lot of time practicing with that axe. Or like, you seen that tree in front of my place? I'll probably be like, yo, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what happened once was uh, uh, Bean Tooth, uh, my buddy, he got drunk and bought like a huge lot of those battle swords off of the knife show. Fuck. And got one for all of us. <laughs> so we all had these giant barbarian swords. And then we'd play uh, Braveheart, where we'd go into uh, like an empty lot or a backyard and then throw them to each other and just like wait for them to stab <laughs> in the ground, get all fucking faded in an afternoon and just throw swords at each uh, other. That sounds like a blast. Well, that's why you don't get those. <laughs> yes, it is fun. A lot of things are fun, but that doesn't mean you have to do them. Moving on. High school student arrested for secret stroke vid. <laughs> This is so bad. What is he jacking off? What's he doing? Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. This is a sensitive is he one. Having a stroke? <laughs> no. Nope, it's not that kind. Armando Flores, 18, was arrested Wednesday for allegedly sharing material harmful to minors. Cops allege that Flores, Flores from Brandon River High School in Brandonton, Florida, secretly recorded another dude tugging it in the bathroom stall. Come on, man! Don't jack off in bathrooms. Here's the thing. I mean, it's a closed door. No one knows what you're doing in there. This guy climbed over the stall to videotape it. 
I, I'm going to lean towards the guy videotaping it is in the wrong. Yeah, because that's creepy as fuck. Yeah. You shouldn't be peeking over the wall to look at what anyone's doing, mm-hmm. let alone you videotaped a guy beating it and then like shared it with people. Yeah, that's weird, dude. It's a very, it's a very weird, weird, weird story. Weird, weird, wild story normally. After the school found out, okay, so cops allege that he, uh, blah, 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 the video gets passed around the school, so of course, this spreads like wildfire. Oh, 100% it does. Like, think how sl- how slow gossip would travel when people didn't have uh, phones in like a high school. Now it's just bang. Yeah, you're burned. It is. Immediately. It, everywhere. It goes everywhere. Uh, after the school found out, Flores reportedly admitted to the offense, and he's probably like, "What? It's not like I was beaten off in the bathroom. No, taping someone beaten off in the bathroom and sending it to everyone. Also, he's eighteen. Oh shit! Yeah, this guy's eighteen, so he's sending it to everyone in the high school. So he's distributing good, like child pornography. The majority <laughs> of it, yeah. And this kid might not be over eighteen. Everyone else in the high school, uh, you know, uh, three quarters are under the age of eighteen. Fuck. So the kid freaks out. The kid's like having a meltdown after this happens. The beat off kid, because there's a fucking video of him jerking off at school that everyone has seen. He freaks out. He, uh, the, the cops involuntarily hospitalize him for being suicidal as a result of the incident, which is, you know, this is, that makes sense. This is, yeah, you would feel that way. It's understandable, but this kid needs someone to talk yeah, someone's to. Someone's got time, man. Just own that shit, dude. Everybody jacks off, man. That's correct. If convicted, jacking off is cool. <laughs> jacking off at school <laughs> is cool. So cool. If convicted of the felony count, Flores faces a maximum of five years in prison and a five thousand dollar fine. Additionally, he'd be placed on the state's sex offender registry. Uh-huh. Which, <laughs> yeah, who's the joke on now? Tough guy. Hey, good luck getting a job, dude. Oh, man. Well, it's Florida. Oh, yeah, it's Florida. It's Florida. Everyone's got a sex yeah. offense. He'll be fine. He'll <laughs> be fine. Five years, though. Can you imagine, like, right away out of high school, you go to jail for five years. Yeah, I was filming this dude jacking off. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are you in for? Oh, film some dude jack off at school. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, good. Nice Take your pants everybody. down. <laughs> Get your pants down. What? No, I didn't do anything bad. I was like, yeah, okay. You're taping kids jacking off at school. Take your pants down. <laughs> I'll take them down for you. This guy's screwed. This guy's this Flores kid. I, 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 he's a piece of trash, but I feel bad for the way his the trajectory of his life is uh, is, is going to happen. But again, you got to sit down with this kid. You got to talk to him um, and explain to him, look, like it's the end of the world now. I know you want to kill yourself, but it's, it's okay. Lots of people stroke it in the crapper, buddy. Some chicks might think it's cool. <laughs> Some chicks might have <laughs> saw your dick and saw like, wow, that's a nice dung. I wonder why he's taking care of it himself. I could take <laughs> care of that for him. He seems like a nice guy. And he seems really horny, and I'm horny too. <laughs> Kids are horny nowadays. They watch all their pornos and things. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad I didn't grow up around that time. Yeah. They, he just, and he's not a bad person. He's just... It's no grosser than, than making poop out of your butt into the toilet. That's gross, too. I never did that in high school. It was no. always terrifying no, in elementary because you would just get destroyed. People would did. look over, start kicking the door. I never did either, and I want terrifying. to talk about that. Yeah, I never I never went number deuce nope. 
in school ever, Mm-mm. ever, no matter how painful it was. I would rather go home sick. Yep. A, hundred, a thousand percent. Because if you did that, you could be in the middle of class. Somehow, eight dudes from your class would show up in the bathroom and be hanging over the yeah. side, fucking with you, throwing yeah, holding poop, your shit, <laughs> throwing toilet paper at you, <laughs> spitting on you, <laughs> calling you, you know. Yeah, pops got that one great homosexual, story. <laughs> like, like mad, like bad words and things, and it, it, yeah. Jesse Pop has a terrible has a terrible story. <laughs> uh, next time I have him on, I'll ask him about it. Uh, but you could not go take a dump at school. Nah, man. I uh, so vulnerable. I actually have a story about me doing this, <laughs> taking care of my own business at school <laughs> in the eighth grade. Yeah, and uh, I won't tell the full story because it's it's man. I just. I don't know, man. I, I had to get it out. <laughs> I will say it was at a urinal. And that's it. That's all I'm going to say. But I told the full story about this. I used to have like an eight to ten minute, like eight minute stand up chunk yeah. on this because it was, you know, I had, uh, that's the only thing it's good for. And I, w- I did it on stage at This Is Not Happening, which is uh, Ari Shafir. He, uh, he, has a, a podcast and TV show or whatever. He used to have a live show and I did it in Portland in front of like 300 people. And this reminded me of this before I went on Mike Bridenstine, Brido, he wanted to hit me with a metal chair. When I came out on stage to tell the story, this is a big, like a big theater show. Yeah. And I'm going to tell this really graphic show a story because this show is all about like, what's some shit that you mm-hmm. did that you just don't even want to think about. And this was it. This wasn't like a thing I did all the time, but you know, I was an eighth grade kid and I had hormones. So before I go out to tell this story, Brad was like, I'm going to hit you with this big, this metal chair. When you walk out on stage, it'll be sweet. It'll be like a work. You're like yeah. wrestling. It'll be sweet. And I go to walk out and I'm like, hold on, let me hold this chair. It's like one of those 1940s steel oh, chairs that weighs steel. It weighed like 30 pounds. Like this seat's just like a fat square. He would have broken my back. <laughs> I go out on, so I'm like, don't do that. I go out on stage. I get into the middle of this story. Someone pulls the fire alarm for whatever fucking reason. So I have to stop. I don't even get to like the comedy part of this re- very revealing story. And it's just, I, I just, it goes on forever. I just, I go, this is not happening. I lay down on the fucking stage in like the fetal position. I just wait for it to fucking end. <laughs> Finally ends. I finished the story. Andy Dick comes on stage after me. He's so drunk he has to get evacuated. He has to get carried off the stage, of like asked to leave. And that's the end of the story. But like uh, that made me think of that moment, which also also was awful. So just a whole whole. I mean that guy. And then Andy Dick went missing. And they had to, this whole festival had to look for Andy Dick, and the, <laughs> and the last person to see him wasn't even at that show. It was at the bar. Where he had picked up two dudes, taken them to the polo store, got them fully dressed in cutesy outfits, like these two handsome twink dudes, and was like up there boning them and doing coke with them or whatever, and they're way off the rails. They sit down with us at a bar, we're having a good time, we're having some drinks, and then he wanders off, and he gets so fucked up, he misses his flight, and then he Hell has to yeah. go into like rehab or something. So that's... That sounds about I think right. I've to- I think I've told that before, uh, but yeah, that's a nice capper to that. I have one... Uh, update and then we're uh, just about done 
Remember the Chili's guy from episode 60, Gnarly, who robs the Chili's? With the Chili shirt? With the Chili yeah. shirt. You know what that was? You know what he had on? What? He had on a disguise. He gets busted that day. This story came out. The day, you know, it's it's caught up to itself. He got busted uh-huh. after that robbery in, um, where was it? In a... Uh, He's at the uh, SunTrust Bank, okay? And then he goes to uh, Phoenix City, Alabama. And he is, he's in Columbus, Georgia. He robs the SunTrust Bank. And then he goes to uh, Phoenix City, Alabama. He's got a bunch of fucking money. And he goes up to uh, this guy at a, car, at a, a car lot. And he's like, I like this Mercedes. These are quotes. Uh, the guy tells him the price, and he said, well, I'll take anything. I'm just in a rush. And the guy goes, okay, well, well, let's go inside and do the, do the paperwork. He's like, I don't have any time for that. I got the money right now. And he pulls out a huge wad of cash, like fuck. a lot of, like enough to buy a fucking Mercedes in yeah, cash. Like hundreds. Side, just fucking take it, dude. And the guy's like, whoa. <laughs> so he calls the cops. They arrest. You want that sweet commission, bro? They arrest, <laughs> they arrest the guy and they find out that he's been busted 16 other times. Like no one looked into his background before when he's gotten caught apparently or he's just gotten off or they didn't put two and two together in different states in the area. 16 different times. Every single mugshot, he looks completely different. That's a master of disguise. Nine of them, he's a woman. Fuck. (laughs) Different types of women, different colors of hair, different contacts, different makeup, different lipstick. 16 times he's been busted and this time he just happened to be like chili's guy sometimes he's a dude with like a bald head and like a goatee yeah switching it up and this time he had like hair and the chili shirt he looked just like a guy who works at chili's and there's just such average costumes they're not like drawing any attention that no one put this together because it wasn't so absurd damn like it wasn't like he had on like a viking helmet or something and he's been busted at what? 2012, arrested for drugs. 2013, prostitution. 2015, felony arrest of theft for theft of uh, stolen property. So he's all over the board. This guy seems like he likes to party. Oh yeah, and lady, shout out to Lady Daddy Isabel who sent that in. Someone nice. I didn't see this. Remember, I I gave a shout out. I was like, yeah. someone help me solve this case. You called the Chili's, dude. Yep, I called the Chili's. They didn't know. Unreal. What, I mean, if you haven't listened to episode sixty, please, please give it a listen. All right, boy, that's a we had a we had a batch there. Yeah, that was cool, man. Please join us in the exclusive K Money Club on Friday, where we'll be discussing Donald Trump Jr.'s appearance on Chris Jer- Jericho's podcast. Did you see that, gnarly? Mm-mm. Well, boy, we're going to talk about it. There's a CM Punk's return to WWE backstage. CM Punk is back in the public eye. And we're going to do two bonus stories. Uh, there's the woman who got a bucket of diarrhea dumped on her head by a homeless man. Oh, my God. And the woman who showed up to the CIA, and now she showed up to the Obama's house in D.C. looking for Agent Penis. This woman needs to find Agent Penis so bad. She's like a hard prankster? What's going on? No, no. I think she has some problems, but it's best uh, served with us uh, behind the paywall and some female bag news i'm gonna start featuring occasional stories here on the show as i see fit just like in the old days just like one or two of here i'm gonna do some do some female just some little, dope ass teases something hot gotta be something hot that i'm like oh this is short fits in with the show 
and we're going to toss them on there. So uh, go ahead and send your stories to Power Moves with Mike Burns at gmail.com um, if you haven't done that previously. And if you have, go ahead and send me another one. I love them. I just feel like they round out the flagship program nice. Yeah, I dig them, dude. Yeah. And as always, hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts. But mostly what I want is for you to tell a friend or a coworker about Power Moves. It's available on all platforms like Spotify, Stitcher, etc. So you can find it anywhere. And then you'll have something to talk about around the water cooler. Let's get into some power grooves. My song of the week is Bringing on the Heartbreak by Fiend Without a Face off of their self-titled 2017 record. Um, If you're not familiar with that song, it's a Def Leppard cover off of 1981's High and Dry. Uh, Fiend Without a Face is friend by Brett Hines of Mastodon, who who are very, very, very cool. uh, I've seen them before. Yeah. They are loud. They are loud, and they are super rad. Really good drummer, too. And that, that, that front man doing a Def Leppard cover in a rockabilly so, band a big dude. is very, very cool. Oh, yeah. He's imposing. Um, fun fact, the band gets its name from a 1958 horror movie about floating brains. I, now I got to watch oh, this fucking oh. movie. I'm just guessing. I'm not sure about that. I'm just I'm saying it's a fun fact out of my brain because the, I found that I found the uh, logo is the exact same on that movie as they use on their 2017 album. It's very similar to the, the font that you have on your T-shirt right now, Gnarly. So uh, check it nice. out. Bring it on the heartbreak by Fiend Without a Face. Gnarly, what you listening to? Uh, Google Dolls, baby. Love me some Google Dolls. You're, are you listening to new or old? Uh, old, of course. Uh, this jam, well, the move is you go slide right into uh, the track Broadway. It's a banger. Not off 1998's uh, Dizzy Up the Girl. Fucking so good, dude. Gnarly, no one saw you coming out of left field with this. Google Dolls, baby. Going to Buffalo. I'm getting all the Buffalo vibes going. I like Google Dolls. They got some tracks. Yeah, that's some shit that I would pick. That song slides about an abortion, dude. Yeah. That shit is heavy. No, they're learned good. Out of, I learned about that in the YouTube comments on the song. Someone was like, yo, shit's about an abortion. Wow. Like breaking it down, like, whoa. A lot of people don't know that Google Dolls actually were a harder band yeah. before they uh they started to put out the more pop hits. They were like legit. They're just a straight rock band. And like straight hard rock band. They gotta get paid. Gotta get paid respect got to not only thank you for joining me thanks for having me man if you want to follow me you can follow me at at pizza nachos 69 at dad boner you can follow gnarly at gnarly zach and you can follow the instagram at power moves podcast for little tidbits and extras go check out the patreon uh we're gonna we might go stop at the roost to have one have one after this i think we'll Mm -hmm. have one We're looking forward to the weekend, you guys. All American dudes just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Rocking a Detroit groove. Just some American dudes. I'm making power moves. I'm making power moves.